0: Hello again, my friends. Thank you for joining me on the third episode of Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. I am your host, Rachel Earp, and I am really excited to share with you guys today. I thought it would be super fun since the title of my podcast has to do with heels and handbags, and I just absolutely love fashion. I don't know. It just got me thinking about fashion in general, Um, especially lately. And I don't want to assume anything here, but I think it's safe to guess that a lot of you have probably not been wearing all of your heels and handbags lately. (laughs) I know I haven't. Um, And if you're working from home, I mean, seriously, it's, it's way more comfy to be in sweatpants, leggings, or PJs. And for many of us, these statewide stay-at-home orders have influenced how we dress and even how we think about our clothes. One thing I realized the last few weeks is how ugly my everyday bum-around-the-house clothes are. <laughs> usually, my husband and I are always on the go. Um, yeah, I'm usually always in some type of dress or dressy outfit for work every day. And then on the weekends were either grocery shopping, hanging out with friends, taking the kids out somewhere, or at church. So when I would come home each night, I would immediately just throw on my robe. That's pretty much it. Now that school and work have been at home, it became difficult to do everything on my robe, obviously. So I rummaged through my drawers and was like, wow, some of this stuff is kind of frumpy. <laughs> and since my husband also has to look at me just as much if not more often i haven't felt very cute <laughs> so i don't know i i started reading into it about fashion and in general it's actually really been interesting if you look at the pivotal point of fashion throughout its history and i never knew any of this so i was super curious and ladies, did you know that the biggest changes in fashion actually do not come from trends? I actually did not know this. They come from big so like big social disruptions like what we're going through right now with the quarantine. Can you believe that? For example, if you think about the Revolutionary War, picture picture those white powdered wigs everyone went around wearing, right? Like George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. Women had to wear hoops, petticoats, lace, those tight corsets. Oh my gosh, I am so glad I don't have to wear those. (laughs) That would be so miserable. But, you know, that's all gone now, which, phew, but I'm curious if... You know, you look at the different shifts and pivotal points in history, um, you know, like even wars and things and how, you know, movements changed how we all dress. I'm actually wondering if, you know, this quarantine and the stay-at-home order is going to change what we wear and how we look and how that's all going to work. I mean, I don't know. It's just food for thought, girlfriends. This is what I think. I think there are going to be those who will be looking for reasons to go outside of their homes and dress up when this is all over, do their makeup, do their hair, all that jazz. We could actually see like a real renaissance of fashion here. I think also many of us forgot how wonderful it is to be comfy. That was me. I'll admit it. Leggings, big t-shirts, just feel good. (laughs) So... It would be interesting at the very least to see how all of us evolve from this, right? I don't know. I just, it was something interesting to me and I thought it kind of tied into, you know, everything going on right now and my little podcast and what inspired it. So anyways, I kind of wanted to build in this episode, kind of jumping right into, I guess on a little bit more of a serious note, moving right along. I wanted to kind of build into um, a little more in depth on what I spoke about last week. And if you were able to tune in to my last podcast episode, you'll remember that I talked a lot about filling your cup and the importance of taking time for your own personal health and wellness. And today, I'm really going to focus in on what typically happens if we don't fill our cup, ladies. So stay tuned in my next segment In just a few seconds, I'm going to continue on so you can kind of, you know, get an in-depth glimpse on what this looks like, and I'm going to share a personal story of something that happened to me a few years ago. Hold on, ladies. About three years ago, I was at a place in my life where a lot of things that I had gone through were just all caving in on me. For the first few years of my marriage, Um, It had literally been one thing after another. Outside conflict from people in our lives. Um, My husband started a company. Barely, we were barely getting by financially. Having two children. A miscarriage at 16 weeks. Finding out our baby had Down syndrome. I mean, just everything. Both my husband and I were exhausted and just emotionally spent. One day... We were walking through Sam's Club, and out of nowhere, I started feeling my whole body go numb. My legs, my arms, I couldn't feel anything. My jaw actually locked up, and I tried to say something to Dale, but my speech slurred, and I literally couldn't talk. I tried to move my lips, but my tongue felt paralyzed. Dale thought I was having a stroke, literally, and he rushed me to the emergency room. They did a CAT scan and other tests, and end result, they said it could be that I had experienced like a mini stroke, but the biggest part of it was I had a full-blown bad anxiety attack, and I thought they were nuts. (laughs) Hours later, I went home feeling completely defeated, discouraged, frustrated. I mean, I'd never really thought that I had anxiety issues. And I don't know, it, it was kind of a wake-up call for me. And the more I thought about it, I realized that there, there was just such a long period of time. I mean, ye- literally years, where... I really wasn't dealing with anything that I was going through. I would just thought that if I blocked it out of my mind, if I just, you know, swept it under the rug, didn't really deal with the fact that yes, the stuff that the events that had gone and had transpired in our lives were tough. And I I'm not even scratching the surface when I tell you, I mean, we went through a lot. We actually even went through a period of time where we lost our home. Um we were not able to live in our house, um, a remodel project got abandoned and everything had been stripped down and it was not actually safe to be in the house. And we were kind of living out of our office and, you know, it's just, it was a lot of, an enormous amount of stress. And during that time, we were really just focusing like humongously on our business and, you know, we were training agents, we were trying to get it off the ground and trying to nurture our children and figure out how do we be parents to, you know, two boys, one that has a disability and another one that still needs our attention and still needs to feel nurtured and feel loved. And I felt like I was just really messing everything up, every relationship in my life. um, I just felt, even at a point where I didn't know if I knew how to have a friend because I had had so many friendships and relationships in my life that, you know, as soon as the going got tougher, I did something that maybe they didn't approve of or that just didn't fit their style. I cramped their style a little bit. I can be a little awkward sometimes. I'm not always the best at communication, believe it or not. I am a writer. I am not very good at talking and I I don't know I think that's a big part of why I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to overcome that fear of sharing and talking and using actual physical words as opposed to just writing anything down. I wanted to really work on overcoming that fear and back to all of that after that point in my life where I had ended up in the hospital and you know, really thinking about everything that it didn't end there. I continued to have, um, you know, a few episodes, not quite as severe, but similar. And the one night I remember laying in bed and Dale was kind of a blur over my face, but I couldn't breathe. And he looked over me and he told me he was so worried and that he loved me. And I realized At that moment that I was not just hurting myself but I was hurting Dale and my children and I wasn't being the best version of myself I wasn't being the best wife I wasn't being the best mom I was stressed out I was a frazzled mess (laughs) um you know I it wasn't me and for any of you women out there whether you're a mom or you're not a mom or whatever you're doing whatever situation Maybe your story is completely different and you've not ever felt that. Or maybe you're starting at the point of your life where you're feeling a little stressed. I just want to encourage you to hang in there and don't let it go. Don't get to the point where it becomes so severe like my situation before you realize, hey, I'm kind of a little stressed out here and it's okay to be stressed out. Um, you know, it's it, it happens. So, there's my story and to end this episode and this, you know, little part of my podcast, I'm going to share some of the ways that I overcame and how you can do that too. So, bear with me as I finish out this next segment. One of the biggest things that I want to start off with encouraging all of you is really dig deep into your faith and your why. And I want you to think about everything, just for a moment, that you, that make you, you. The the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, And, you know, when you're examining yourself and you realize and you come to a point where you kind of strip it all down and you understand that you're not perfect, that you can't be super woman all the time, that you're fragile, that I actually God created us to be what he called a weaker vessel. Um, I believe that. I believe we are like flowers. We're delicate. We're fragile. At times, we can be strong. I mean, you picture the rain powering and pounding down on a little flower. It still stands there. It doesn't die. That's us. We can be strong despite the storms, despite the rain, despite the scorching of the sun. We can survive. And how we survive is where our roots are. And for me, I was blessed to have roots in God. My parents really tried hard to instill in me that faith is important and prayer is important. And for a while, I let that go. I wasn't praying as I should have been. I was so busy with everything that we were doing, kind of caught up in everything that hurt, everything that tried my faith, everything that tried my patience even, that I wasn't being thankful. I wasn't being focused and I wasn't relying on God instead of my own strength and leaning on my own understanding, which is flawed. So I want to encourage you to pray and Maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you don't even believe in any of that stuff. But I'm here to tell you that prayer works and prayer changes things. And the next thing that I really believe is important is taking time to breathe. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but this is something that Dale actually taught me was breathing. And I want you to try this with me. And I want you to actually just take a few seconds and just close your eyes. I want you to drown out everything around you, all of the noise, the sounds. I don't care where you're at or what you're doing. I mean, if you're driving, pull over. Please be safe. (laughs) But if you can, if you're at a place where you can do this, close your eyes and breathe in through your nose. Feel the air expand in your lungs and your chest. And I want you to just slowly breathe out. And just let your body sag with no pressure, no weight, nothing right now but this moment. Breathing is a gift. Breathing is life. Without our breath. And without the air in our lungs, we wouldn't be alive. And sometimes, I mean, you really think about it, even for those of you moms who have gone through childbearing (laughs) or labor, um, natural birth, all of that. I went through that with my, you know, with my children and going into labor and breathing was the only thing that kept my sanity And it's so crazy because I, I always underestimated the power of breathing and doing it correctly. And take a few moments in your day to just breathe. You know, if you need to stop doing something, if you need to underbook your schedule a little bit, maybe you're running around like a crazy person and, you know, your kids are involved with all these activities and you volunteering for this and volunteering for that and you have your career or you're at home and you're trying to figure out the perfect meals to cook and the house has to be perfect and, oh, you have to make time for your friends and your kids' friends and all of your activities, it can get to be too much. So sometimes you got to say no. I mean, seriously, girls, say no. It's okay to say no. Say yes to what is going to enrich your life. Say yes to what is going to uplift your family that is really worth your time. You know, if you're staying up late binge watching TV or, you know, maybe you're just at a place where you don't feel like doing anything you know, think about your life and think about how you're spending your time and just take a few moments to breathe. Fill your cup, girls. I'm going to say it again. I know I said it in the last episode and I'm not all about, um, you know, pre- preaching self-care to the point where you'd become selfish <laughs> and self-centered, but I do really believe it's important that if you're dealing with anxiety and you're dealing with stress, I want you to think about your blessings and all of the things that have made your life what it is and deal with it, work through it, reach out to people who you care about, who know you and who care about you. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be down sometimes, but don't let it overtake your life. Take time to deal with your anxiety and your stress. You won't regret it. And I hope This little story and all of this in this podcast just encourages you to know that, you know, you're not the only one who feels overwhelmed. You're not alone in this journey. And if anything with my podcast, my prayer and my goal is to encourage you to feel that you're inspired, that you're grounded, that you're rooted, that there is a sisterhood here of women who care about you and want you to thrive and to blossom and to be encouraged. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for, you know, listening to my silly stories and, you know, whatever this is, I just hope that you leave feeling encouraged and I hope you'll stay with me and tune into my next episode that will be coming out next week. And thank you again so much for being a part of my life. Whether I know you or not, you just listening right now means a lot to me. So thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever that looks like for you. And don't be stressed, girls. Be blessed.